now it's Just Plane Radio. Yeah. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can fly. Take me to the Brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. It's your lucky day. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. You got a plane. Call Just Plane Radio toll free now at 888-884-2FLY. And the sky's the limit. That's 888-884-2359. Sir? I'd like you to take the helm, please. I'd be glad to. Greg, your co-pilot, that is me, along with Captain Dennis. And we have a special passenger to help us out here on Just Plane Radio today. Scott from Aerox is along for the ride as well. He has some big news. He got himself a new plane. So we got to talk about that. But uh, before we do, man, a lot has happened since our last broadcast. Uh, being that I spent some time in Fiji. I know you're like, how did you fit so much time in, in such a condensed time period between uh, last Saturday? Well, we had taped in advance, and uh, literally this is our first show in a couple weeks, and uh, I spent some quality time in Fiji, of all places. I uh, drank some kava, uh, did some scuba diving, flew in a lot of airplanes, because it's halfway around the world from our home base of operations in Florida. And man, do I got a full report for our passengers on Just Plane Radio today. Dennis, you have some updates in that regard as well. You've been flying quite a bit as well, right? Well, Scott and I have been flying together as well, so we yeah. can kind of compare and contrast our experiences with airline travel and GA flying uh, to how you did in Fiji with airline travel and the equivalent of GA flying over there, too. Right. Well, you know, before I left, I, I mentioned the fact that I was going to conduct an experiment between the domestic and international airline carriers and uh, and see how they match up. And, uh, you know, my prediction was that uh, the international folks, this case being Fiji Airways, was going to school our domestic folks, which uh, in this case happened to be Delta and United. Uh, and, and and I will tell you, I flew first class domestic as well, and I did fly business class on Fiji Airways there. I flew economy on the way back, so I got a pretty good cross section of of the service that they provide. And I'm here to report first off that Fiji Airways definitely schooling our domestic character. They they could pick up a thing or two from these guys, and for for whatever reason, I don't know why. We can't get better service on the commercial carriers. God, maybe they're just trying to all drive us to GA. You think that's it? You think that's it, Dennis? What do you well, think? Well, there's a few carriers that have certainly done that. Yeah. <laughs> with I mean, much success. I, I will say Delta, you know, did okay. Their, their first class service was, was pretty nice from Florida to LA. And, uh, the, and United was, uh, you know, the service was okay. It was an older plane. So I, I you know, uh, their first class service was, eh. You know, but it was a red eye flight. I, I just wanted to get comfortable, and for some reason, I think it's just me. The older aircraft, first class seats, uh, do not uh, sleep well for me. I, I don't know. It's something like they won't recline back, or the padding's not quite right. You got plenty of space. Well, well, you know, you're not supposed to recline the seats, right? Yeah. Well, do exactly. we have to go through that again? Yeah, I think we do because there was a little incident that we had on one of our flights too. In that regard, we'll get to that. Yeah, Dennis is one of like you can't you can't recline your seat on this airplane. <laughs> that is blasphemy. You can't do that, and I just disagree. 
And, uh, and all the people I talk to, by the it's way, fine. About you that. want my knee in your back? Go ahead. Well, uh, no, that's the thing. I mean, it's like you pay for the seat. If it reclines back, you paid for that uh, right to recline the yeah, seat. Yeah, well, I paid for my seat to have the free space to put my laptop and my drink. Well, you still have you, that. You still uh, no, have I just that lost space. A foot of it. Well, yeah, you recline your seat back and you get it back. That's how it works. That's the rule of the road. And I asked other people on the plane about that. I said, hey, I got this guy. He says he can't do this. Or you shouldn't do that. That's it's okay. I got vents overhead. I'll just direct all the cold air at your head if yeah. you lean back in my seat. Well, they went with the old knee in the back uh, technique, uh, trying to make things miserable. But I, I was talking to the other folks that was in our group. I said, "What do you think about that?" It's like, hey, we can recline our seat back. We paid for this, right? Uh, anyway, I digress. We'll leave that for another day. Let's talk about the Let's service. Agree to not disagree. Right? Yes, right. Let's talk about the service though the, between the domestic you know, uh, carriers that we have in the U.S. and and what we have uh, internationally, in this case, Fiji Airways. Now, first off, Fiji Airways has really upped their game. You know, Fiji uh, just opened up here at the beginning of the year after COVID. Uh, it was pretty much wide open. You still have to get tested when you land to the islands. You're still working through that whole thing a little bit, but uh, it really wasn't too much to navigate. Uh, but but they really have upped their game on their air service uh, from the West Coast is generally where you're going to be coming from, either San Francisco, uh, L.A., or I believe they're starting service from Vancouver, Canada as well to Fiji. These are direct overnight flights. They le- usually leave you know, around 11 p.m. You know, Pacific time, and you arrive, uh, how they fast-forward you through the process, you arrive usually early morning in Fiji and kind of jumpstart uh in, into their uh time frame which is totally upside down from where we are right now so i am seriously jet lagged at the moment but when you go you lose a day you lose an entire it just evaporates it's really weird but uh it worked out pretty good as far as jump starting you into the new you know time zone that you're you're going into they kind of have that part down to a science but the comfort level they have on their aircraft is really really nice and I, I got to fly there on one of the new, I think it was an A350. Is that the new one? Is three, yeah, three, and got three. The two A350s and four A330s. Right. So we had the 350, a new one, and we got bumped up to business class, which was phenomenal. And so we had our own little pod, the whole thing. And uh, each person was just, you know, they gave us this little kid of, of, you know, uh, eye covers and socks and toothpaste and brush and, and you know, all in a f- cool little Fiji-type, you know, uh, pouch and that kind of thing. And then a blanket, a really nice blanket and bedding. I mean, this w- it was crazy. Four-course meal, which was excellent. I, I couldn't believe the food quality. And then, you know, the, the flight attendants were super nice. And as soon as you get on... On board, you know, they gave us a little, uh, like, a Fijian lay or something. You know, as soon as you get checked in uh, in L.A., you feel like you're actually part of, you're, you're already arriving into Fiji. So they really do a great job with the whole presentation and making you feel welcome. They greet you with bula, bula vinaka, which is you're like, hello, thank you, that kind of thing. And uh, very, very nice service. But, man, the comfort of these pods. I mean, they, you know, first off, you go in, you kind of get settled in. You got your little pod. You got your TV. You got all the entertainment. Uh, Noise-canceling headphones are provided. I mean, really nice ones. I was like, what? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, it, I, I've never flown 
and that kind of luxury on a long You mean you don't flight. have to pay $2 for really crappy earbuds? Like, Correct. Like the- <laughs> These were like, you know, like little mini Bose noise-canceling headphones. They were very high quality. And, uh, you know, but, but I'll tell you, I even took them off, and the plane itself was pretty quiet. We almost recorded a segment on the boat, or on the boat, on the airplane, because... You know, I had talked to him like, hey, I want to cover this on Just Plain Radio and and share, you know, the experience that you guys offer. And the only reason I didn't do it is because I knew I'd make too much racket <laughs> for everybody else on the airplane. It was that quiet. I'd never been on an airplane that was as quiet as this A350 was with Fiji Airways. It was very peaceful uh, traveling. And, of course, you know, they serve you food. Then they kind of dim down the lights and everybody, you know, they kind of put everybody to sleep for like, you know, five, six hours. And then they wake you up with the lights and it kind of eases up with a, a glow. I mean, it, it's it's pretty high tech. And uh, but you, I mean, we slept like a, like babies, all of us, I mean, which is unheard of on an aircraft, you know. But when you're laid out in your own little cot or bed, I mean, it makes it pretty easy. Wouldn't you think there, Dennis? Have you ever done anything like that? Um, we have. It was a much shorter trip from Minneapolis to Fort Myers on a 767 that had the Delta One cabin with the same type of an arrangement. But, right. But I have a question, though. Were your flight attendants walking around with the masks on? You know, like maybe they brought the cabin altitude up to about 20,000 feet or so and just put you all into hypoxic states so that you were easier to deal with? Well, you know what? <laughs> I don't know. But they did offer free drinks, and uh, our crew did take advantage of it, whether that was a factor <laughs> of us uh, well, falling asleep or with not. You on that that trip the airline probably lost their shirt on that deal well i yeah i mean maybe that's why they put us to sleep for a few hours to kind of cut down on the the booze bill with our group but uh, i'll tell you what fiji airways top notch you want to go to the islands you're not going to do much better than that we'll talk a little bit more about the differences between domestic and international travel for commercial airlines next just plain radio the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle approach the great and powerful Rose. Uh, Dennis, uh, Hangar 18 down the street. Smilings! The great and powerful Roz knows why you have come. Okay, uh, some spark plug wires and washers for my Mooney 201. Silence! The magnificent Roz has every intention of granting your request. Great. But first, you must prove yourself worthy by bringing me a stick from a Cirrus Vision Jet. You know, I'm not a fan of the whole flying monkey thing. I think I'm going to call aircraft spruce and specialty. Oh, okay, you got me. Uh, just a man behind the curtain with a aircraft spruce catalog. Pretty cool, though, huh? You don't need a wizard to find parts for your plane. You need Aircraft Spruce and Specialty. Supplying the aviation industry for over 50 years. Aircraft Spruce and Specialty. Call 877-4-SPRUCE. 877-4-SPRUCE or go to aircraftspruce.com. That's aircraftspruce.com. Whether you're a flight student, an experienced pilot, or simply an aviation enthusiast, there is a place for you as a member of the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Join AOPA to get the latest general aviation news, safety resources, and technical support you need to sharpen your skills and become a central part of the nation's vibrant general aviation community. Learn more about becoming a member at AOPA.org. That's AOPA.org. 
Do you have a message or product you need to share with the aviation world? Well, look no further than Just Plane Radio. Just like you, thousands of aviation enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to JustPlaneRadio.com. Send us an email and let us get to work to make your marketing message matter. Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I am actually a flight instructor right now. Okay. So would you want to learn how to fly? I don't know if I would trust me. What got you into it? I've always kind of liked aviation. I like travel. I wanted to do something different. Do you like traveling? I do really like it. I want to do more of it. Yeah. But if I can get some frequent flyer miles or whatever, if you can hook me up, you got the hook up? You have to befriend a pilot. I don't know. This is Just Plane Radio. Gregor co-pilot, that is me, along with Captain Dennis and Scott from Aerox. We'll get to him in just a bit. I know they've been staying up on the Bachelorette finale. Uh, Rachel, uh, it was all tears this week on the show. And then uh, next week, we're going to have the big reveal. Did she find love? Or did she crash and burn? And I mean that in her love life because she's a flight instructor. We wish her the best. Hopefully she'll find love, but uh, we will see and report on it accordingly. All right. So um, flying international versus domestic when it comes to commercial air travel. Man, I got a serious, uh, I did some serious research just by default of my travels over the last couple of weeks going to Fiji. And, you know, uh, Fiji Airways, I just can't talk as highly about them. I've never flown an airline that had it so together with the the equipment that they had. All their their planes are like four years or newer. I mean, it's an impressive fleet that they're running, and they really have upgraded their game. You know, I was there about 10 years ago, and they weren't bad then. They were older, bigger aircraft then, but the service was nice. And uh, But now all their aircraft are, are pretty pretty uh, new and that a350 was definitely a standout and the service was phenomenal food was great the business class was best service i have ever had on an air aircraft carrier before now dennis has done that first class thing uh much more than i have but i i will say that uh i i don't know how much more you could improve on the service they offered with their uh a350 i mean those little pods that they have on these aircraft are extremely comfortable on a long haul flight and you have your own little mini room pretty much, you know, it's, uh, it's impressive. And and I will say the way they have their, uh, their, their, their plane structured, they just have economy and business. There's no first class. There's only two levels of service. So it's one or the other. And, you know, if you get the A350, you get the pods. If you're in the A330, it's going to be a more traditional, you know, kind of, uh, typical first class layout but i flew back economy and i'll tell you their economy is probably i'd say maybe a little bit better than what we'd get with economy plus on the domestic carriers and which was nice because we're talking about like you know 10 11 hour flight and uh it you know it's pretty miserable if you can't get comfortable 
or you don't have quite enough leg room, but you know, had just enough leg room to stretch out. They had the, you know, I don't, I don't even know what the pitch on the seat was, but it wouldn't matter to Dennis because he doesn't use that feature anyway because he think it's rude, but you know, for the person behind him. But I, well, my, my the theory is screw is them. The distance between your kneecap, you know, between the seat back and the seat back in front of you. So nineteen inches, I think, is kind of standard for a for and uh for the width and what is it about 38 inches or so for the seat area yeah so if they give you anything more than that if it's comparable to like a comfort plus or an exit row seat right that's not bad for economy it, you know it's when you get in and you barely your knees are already scraping the seat back and you haven't even uh you know adjusted the seat belt yet that's a problem yeah no, we had plenty of space I, I don't know what the exact numbers were but they reclined nicely uh we had enough space you know, definitely for the knees and the whole thing. And plus, you know, the way the seats were, you could fit your feet all the way down and pretty much be lateral almost with the recline. So, you know, it wasn't quite as nice as being perfectly flat and business class, but it was uh, quite comfortable. And, you know, once you got your your feel in the seat, you could pretty much lay out, fall asleep and, you know, sleep for that five or six hour period that they kind of turn off all the lights and put everybody to bed. Whether they pump in oxygen or some other sleep agent, I don't know. That's that's a conspiracy theory that Dennis has thrown out there. And, uh, you know, who knows? I, I don't think that's the case, but uh, they made it pretty, uh, pretty comfortable uh, all the way around. Now, when you get to the main international airport in Fiji, then you have to uh, fly to another island because they have like, you know, 700,000 islands in Fiji. You can fly all over the place. And Fiji Airways is the air carrier for the rest of the islands. And they have, I, I think, at least a couple uh, twin otters on the route that we went to another island called Taviuni, which was just beautiful. And it, it, and the uh, flight on these twin otters that we took, they're pretty new, too, obviously. And the visibility out of the aircraft was like going on a sightseeing plane. I mean, it was remarkable, and uh, that was extremely comfortable as well. But I mean, I like I felt like we were doing like some kind of sightseeing flight throughout the the Pacific. By we could see all the atolls and the water, and one of the guys saw some whales in the ocean. It was awesome. I mean, it was quite an experience. I mean, that was like a, an added bonus I did not expect to get. So their service, even on their puddle jumper flights, is is really uh, really high quality for what you know what you get and stuff so hats off to fiji airways just all the way around i can't say anything they i couldn't tell you like hey this is what you guys need to improve on this nope you know i i was like i I don't i don't know what else to tell them they seem to get their got their game in order now uh what could the domestic carriers pick up from this i mean do they you think they send out moles to you know for like hey you need to check out those international things see if we can pick up a tip or two you think they do that dennis no i think they've got uh, people in the accounting department that are looking at what can we do to shave costs well maybe but they need to get on their game a little bit better i mean uh they i mean, it was like night and day i mean they just the experience you have you're much more calm you know it's not as hectic you, you know I mean, flying around on the domestic, you know, we, we fly around way too much, you know, and it's, it makes it kind of a miserable experience when you're stuck in coach and, uh, you know, you're trying to make a connection. It's just not a very pleasant experience, which, which obviously goes to, hey, fly GA, go general aviation if you can do it, which is pretty much what Dennis has resorted to. And I wish I could do more of, I'm working on it, but 
but I, I don't know. They seems like they could uh, improve their game a little bit and not, you know, turn it into like, oh God, it's going to cost us so much more to do this. I, I just, I mean, I didn't see anything that Fiji Airways was doing that seemed like, oh, it's costing them a fortune more than what the domestic guys does uh, do. What do you think there, Dennis? Well, uh, you know, they don't have to do anything more than they're doing right now because people are still buying the tickets and yeah. they're busy as can be. So why would, why change? It's working, right? right? Well, I, I guess. It, it's think- only when they start to lose those customers that start going to other options that they'll actually go and, you know, try to compete on price or maybe start to add some amenities back. Well, you know, if they kind of picked up some of the tips from Fiji Airways, maybe they would have less fights on board, <laughs> you know, and the the violence would go down because it was a much more calming experience. And like I said, it just seemed uh, pretty simple, but you know, less leg room, more tight, you know, uh, you know, people that don't seem to care at the counter, you know, uh, it just, I don't know. It was a weird thing uh, overall, but, but uh, man, night and day and, you know, Fiji Airways wasn't charging any more than what you'd pay, you know, on a domestic carrier either. So price, seem to be in line there i don't know what the answer is totally but boy they gotta up their game or i may have to just relocate to fiji just plain radio the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive imagine taking friends and family snorkeling surfing skiing shopping and more to exotic destinations imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder quit dreaming about it and get to it there has never been a better time to become a private pilot and flight training professionals in orlando will show you how Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. You are now clear for takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. How soon can you land? I can't tell. You can tell me I'm a doctor. No, I mean, I'm just not sure. Or can't you take a guess? Well, not for another two hours. You can't take a guess for another two hours? Come fly with me, let's fly, let's fly away. If you can use some exotic booze, there's a bar in far Bombay. Come on and fly with me, let's fly, let's fly away. They say, come fly with me, let's fly, let's fly away. This is Just Plane Radio. Gregor Copilot, that's me, along with Captain Dennis and Scott from Aerox with us as well. He just bought a new aircraft, and man, I got an idea. Uh, this is going to tie in well. He could uh, take that aircraft over to Fiji. Uh, this wasn't Fiji Airways' fault in this case, but the only thing that they could expand maybe is have more uh, puddle jumper flights to the places that we needed to go. 
like like on the main island, which is uh, Nandi International Airport, where everybody, everybody has to come in and clear customs and, and go through that main island in Fiji, and then you shuttle off to some of the other islands. We did have uh, a couple bus trips. It took us, say, like, you know, three, four-hour bus rides. And some of the roads in Fiji are a little less, you know, traveled and a little more on the rustic rustic side depending on what route you're taking and uh you know it can be a bit of a challenge in that regard and i was thinking man it would be cool if you had your own little ga aircraft you, you land in fiji just hop in your little uh you know air you know mooney 201 and then pop over you know turn that four-hour bus ride trip into uh, 15, 15 minute, minutes yeah flight <laughs> and that would be like the best of every world right there for sure and i did find that there were quite a few airstrips throughout the main island there. We went by one uh, property. I think it was uh, Nanuku. Nanuku was the name of the property. Really, really nice. It'd be a, it's actually a place where they filmed TV shows like The Bachelor and Beauty and the Geek and you know Survivor and all that kind of stuff. So it, stuff our listeners would never have seen. Got it. No, they everybody has seen those shows. Don't be silly. But this isn't what you would see. On TV, this would be where the hosts and the and the producers and stars of the show are living life in luxury because the resort was just unbelievable, and uh, it had its own little private airstrip. It was like a mini air park there in Fiji, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is amazing! This would be so cool, and uh, you know, we'd have to get your aircraft over to Fiji. That might be a bit of a challenge, but I don't know. Maybe you could rent once you get over there. What do you think, Dennis? Well, it'd certainly be something to look into, but, you know, it, it's not unheard of to get a small airplane over there. I mean, if you saw the news in the last few weeks, there was a lot of a scuttlebutt about a guy that flew a brand new Cessna 172 to Hawaii. Yeah. So, you know, if you can take a 172 on a 14-hour flight to Hawaii, the Mooney should be able to do that in under 10. Right. And then from there, it'd be probably a similar hop from Hawaii to Guam and then from Guam to Fiji. So, it's probably doable. Okay, I'll tell you what. I'll make you a deal. Uh, but I'll write to fly first. Though. Yeah, no, 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 no. We got to make this work, and we, we should do this uh, just for an experiment. I'll fly over on Fiji Airways business class, meet you at Nandi International Airport, and then you fly your Mooney over, and then we'll puddle jump. Or well, it won't even be a puddle jump. We'll just fly all over uh, Fiji. Yeah, I think we're going to need a month or two head start. Well, that's okay. Just uh, I can work it out with their schedule. They fly every day out of the West Coast. I mean, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll even get out there a day or two early so I can get a you know spa treatment, a massage, have them wash my feet as they do in Fiji and at all the resorts. It's nuts uh, the luxury they have there. So uh, I, I don't want to give up my uh, my international flight part of that. But you know, if you can get your plane, then. Then I can we can fly to all these cool little places throughout the Fijian Islands. That sounds like a sweet deal, doesn't it? Sounds just like a sweet deal for you. Well, no, no. What are you talking about? I mean, you don't. I mean, for us, the, it would be an epic adventure. It would I, be. I, if I, I had mean, to take up your uh, co-pilot seat, all I'd be is parasitic drag. I would be. You get leave more uh, space for yourself. I'm actually trying to sell Dennis on not taking me in his aircraft. No, I'm just thinking I would actually need that passenger <laughs> seat for fuel. <laughs> we would have to have well, some sort of a large baggage or a bladder in the back seat, yeah. probably even the passenger seat. But probably. that would be quite yeah. the epic adventure. Well, I'll tell you what. I, di- I didn't ask around about the uh, the rental options, but I would imagine, I mean, they got uh, you know charter flights. 
with people in Fiji there. I know they offer that. So I bet they got uh, some folks that rent like Cessnas and things like that. Once you got to Fiji, that has to be a thing. But we'll we'll dig a little deeper into that. Uh, maybe that'll be our plan B and probably a little bit more realistic. But next time I go to Fiji, uh, GA is going to be on the radar. But man, hats off to Fiji Airways for the service they provide. First time ever, I think I've ever said, I, I really enjoyed the commercial flight experience i don't think i've ever said that on this show before you know we have to go check the record no we, we generally hear you complaining yeah i mean along with everybody else i mean right. uh, it's just uh odd that uh the one thing we we seem you know we seem to have so much and the good old usa as far as technology and the latest gadgets and things like that and yet we can't seem to get this commercial air travel on par with what the international carriers offer their folks. I, I just don't understand it. It's a little uh, strange uh, how that works. But, uh, you know, we'll keep on them. I, we, we actually have a plan to talk, uh, check in with the folks from Northern Pacific Airways, which are la- launching their new airline here, I believe, in the next month or two. And uh, they just released some new photos of their interior of their new aircraft that they're going to be anchored out there in uh, Anchorage, Alaska. And uh, next week, we hope to have on a representative to talk about what went into the design of the seats and how they uh, set that up. So we can talk about that reclining issue that you seem to have an issue with. I don't know if their seats recline or not. I think they do, but I don't know. We'll ask them and and see what research and plan they've went into the interior design of their aircraft. And maybe we'll give them a tip or two and they'll take it and file it accordingly. But that will be next week. This week, we've got to talk about uh, flying private now. We've got the commercial stuff out of the way. Uh, Scott from Aerox is with us, and now he is a an official Mooniac. He made a purchase. Uh, and is this uh, aircraft you got, this Mooney 201? Is it almost identical to what Dennis is flying there, Scott? Yeah, or what? it's it, it, it's the same model. It's a, it's an 85 Mooney 201, and uh, it's it's a beautiful airplane. I'm looking at it right now on my computer monitor. And, yeah. Oh, it's, it's just a baby. thing of beauty. Yeah. 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 So, but but yeah. let's face it. You're looking at it right now. You're now a proud owner of it. Uh, you've flown in Dennis's, and you you like it way better because it is better, right? Your Mooney's better than his Mooney, if you guys compare. Mine? Yeah. Um, well, mine's better because it's mine. Yes, exactly. That's my point. <laughs> I mean, and you I'm know. sure Dennis's is better because it's Dennis's. Right. So. You know, but, guys have a tendency to compare things like that. I mean, that's probably I, not I the only thing. I have to admit, thing. I was very impressed when I first walked up to Scott's airplane, though. I mean, he has got the interior I dream of in mind. Yeah. I still have the 1982 uh, vinyl and corduroy seats. Scott's got uh, everything trimmed out in beautiful soft leather, and nice. it's it's absolutely gorgeous. All right, well, I'm but, flying with Scott. If we well, uh, we do didn't any realize stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, we didn't realize until Scott brought his airplane over to my hangar um, a couple of days after we got the plane home that we have nearly identical paint schemes. We had yeah. the planes nose to nose in the hangar, and the stripes match up. The only difference is the colors. So it's like, like wow, they, they put a lot of uh, thought into that paint scheme yeah. <laughs> three so, years later. So yours is blue and white, and his is what? What's your scheme there, uh, paint scheme? It's a, it's a mark, uh, dark maroon and a rose okay. uh, accent stripe. Nice. All right. And uh, how'd you find this aircraft that you just picked up? Uh, through a broker. Yeah? Yeah, through uh, a, a broker friend of mine. And uh, I got very lucky. And in fact, uh, we, we put the offer in while we were standing at the booth at Oshkosh. I typed it up on my iPad. And 
sent it off to uh, to Jimmy Garrison, and we uh, we got the deal done just about uh, about a month later. Okay, so uh, you you found it while you're in Oshkosh at Air Venture, and yeah, uh, somebody somebody had already put an offer in on it, and they couldn't get the deal done, and I swooped in and got it. So hey, he snaked lucky. it. Now he's a proud Mooniac. All right, we're going to talk more about that and where he's going to take it next on Just Plain Radio. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Now go fly, be free. Time for me to fly. I want set myself This is Just Plane Radio. Gregor Copilot, that's me, along with Captain Dennis and Scott from Aerox helping us out as well. He's a new Moniac uh, member. Uh, he picked himself up a new, well, new wish, I guess, for him. Uh, Mooney 201, just like Dennis, and a maroon and white uh, color scheme. Whereas Dennis is blue, he likes to call his Dory. What are you calling yours there, Scott? You got a name for her? Or I, you, I, yeah, I, I, don't, don't, what the, I don't name I you don't, don't name, name your vehicles. is that is that a is that a bad luck? I don't know. Is that I, a, I, I mean, I've just never gotten into that. I don't yeah. I don't name my vehicles. I yeah. know people who do and who are very passionate about that. And right. I just don't do it. Well, I, I got a black truck that I named the Black Pearl. Uh, very original, go. but uh, <laughs> not. But uh, you know, maybe it's just a thing that me and Dennis do. Uh, but but you just don't do that. You don't believe in that, huh? Uh, no, I've, not, I've never been into that. Yeah. See, he named well, it after his wife just for brownie points. Well, I, I did it so that I could say I'm spending time with Dory and the yeah. people don't raise an eyebrow. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. And, it, you know, it helps him, uh, you know, persuade her that, hey, this is a great deal. I'm going to name it after you. Well, I, I still couldn't put a second airplane in the hangar and convince her that this is a good idea, though. I tried. We well, had yeah, Scott's I saw the airplane picture. nosed up. Yeah. I'm like, come on, Dory, come out here. Look, see, this is what two airplanes in the hangar look like. And, and she was no. like, okay, they fit great. No, that wasn't the response you got, huh? No. Okay. Well, and then she yeah, went leave. Yeah, I am going to put Sarah's name on the on the passenger door, though. Okay, there you go. So, He's going to work that angle a little bit. Yeah, I am. I am going to work that a little. All bit. All right, as you should. You got to leverage every element you have. Uh, keep the uh, keep the wifeies happy. All That's right. It. So, where are you going to take that? Well, first off, let's talk about uh, how you got it because it ended up being you, you found the plane, but you had to go pick it up, and Dennis helped you out with that, right? Yeah. So for the insurance, I needed a checkout, and uh, there was no better way of checking it out than heading out to texas and going to going to pick it up with dennis so we uh we flew out last friday and took an early flight uh out to dallas and then drove for what was that two and a half hours i think yeah pretty Uh, close got to the shop and of course broke my own rule about never picking up an airplane on a friday afternoon but that's exactly what we did and we uh we made it home late late friday night (laughs) 
uh, back to Florida after dodging some weather. And but uh, you was, have to great. admit, for kind of a winging it plan, um, it really came together well. I mean, the only solid plan we had after we picked the plane up was we were going to go to Baton Rouge because the weather was clear right to Baton Rouge. It was like literally a line on the map. But the, we figured we'd get there and reassess and see what we can do then for the next leg. And as it turned out, the weather that was sitting off the Gulf was breaking up perfectly as it was coming on shore. And we were able to basically set out for Tallahassee. And instead, the weather just continued to improve the more we went east. And we changed our flight plan and went straight to basically to Naples um, without stopping. It was incredible. Yeah, it really proved the value of having real-time weather in the cockpit because as we as we were uh, departed Baton Rouge, you know, our plan was to assess and, and try to head towards Jacksonville and, and then assess where, or Tallahassee rather, and assess kind of where we were. And, you know, our plan was to either stay overnight or continue on. And, you know, as Dennis said, we could watch the weather just breaking up as, as the night, as the night grew on. And, uh, we said, well, we think we can, we can round the corner and continue on. And, you know, if the weather gets bad, we can always duck into Tampa and we just kept going and the weather, you know, we, we were going to go, uh, come in from the uh, from the east, and we could see the the, the storm line of storms moving eastbound, and we're like, okay, well, let's duck west, right? And that's what we did, and and we made it we made it home. So that real time ADSB weather really, really was uh was a lifesaver for us, and really helped us uh, assess kind of at a macro level how things were were evolving throughout the course of the night. There you go. What kind of avionics you got in your new Mooney? Is it similar to what Dennis has, or a totally different layout? No, it's a, it's a standard six pack. So it's a Bendix King six pack with a you know with a KAP auto uh, 150 autopilot. But I've got the uh, Avidyne FMS, the IFD 540, and uh, it's really my first time using the Avidyne. And uh, Dennis is a great teacher and, and taught me a lot on how to use that. And uh, I'm I'm really falling for it. I, I just I really love it. Love the capability and all all the little all the little things that they did to think about the pilot user interface and, and to make things easier. So um, I'm going to keep going with the, uh, with the Avidine stack and probably put an audio panel in next. Oh, there you go. And yeah, uh, matter of fact, they just uh, announced that software update, didn't they, Dennis, that you're going to put in your aircraft. I already did it. Uh, the day it came out, I had it installed in my airplane because I've been patiently waiting. They said uh, at Oshkosh two years ago, it'd be coming out in Q3. In their defense, they didn't say what year. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> so it finally came out about two weeks ago. And as soon as it did, I downloaded it, installed it, and I've been putting it through its paces. And I absolutely love it. You think real-time weather on your iPad is impressive? Having the traffic right up on the dash and being able to see it and be getting it called out makes it so much easier instead of having to look down to your yoke or your lap to look at the iPad to try to look for traffic. And now uh, we'll also have the weather uh, available in the same interface right within the Avidyne. So I'm really liking that that yeah. functionality. And that's only one piece of the updates. They put a bunch of other stuff in that will really help us, things like visual approaches. So if you're coming into an airport, you can actually set up a visual approach, even if it doesn't have an instrument approach. And it'll line you up with a runway and give you a rough uh, glide slope to help you find the field and things like that. So I'm really looking forward to those safety and uh, usability enhancements that are coming. Right. And uh, we're going to upgrade Scott's. I'm going to show him how to do it too. So well, that's what I was going to say. Did you bother uh, doing that before your flight or didn't? 
it was we didn't we didn't yet. want to add another variable to the system. He was right. uh, on basically the current version of software up to that release, so right. we'll, okay. we flew with that. I tried to get him to upgrade it while we were in the driveway and had it hooked up to ground power, but he's like, "No, one thing at a time. Let's right. let's just take this easy. Let's make sure I can get it home." <laughs> well, you know, it's a fifteen minute flight. You could see it Naples from here, but yeah, you know. well, maybe, but yeah, I, I don't blame you. You got that far all the way from Texas to Dennis's place. It was like, just one more leg. Let me do that. And then I'll start focusing on seeing what I need to upgrade. And other than that, I mean, is there much you need to do to your aircraft, Scott? Or you, you think you're good to go? No. Well, you know, it's funny because Aircraft Spruce is one of the our big Aerox distributors. So um, we usually have a lot of product going to them. Mm-hmm. And I think I've completely flipped the tide because every day there's Aircraft Spruce boxes <laughs> showing up. And right. everybody's like, what's going on? And uh, yeah, so plane, I've been, so yeah, I've know been, what that I've means. Been, uh, I've been I've been uh, adding to my. Uh, I've got an air, a cabinet here just for my airplane stuff, and adding to it. And, um, you know, as far as like upgrades to it, probably not right now. I, I'm going to do some flying and probably put a fifty or hundred hours on it before I start really upgrading it beyond what I've already done. So. Got it. Well, you know, you got places to go, many places. Uh, to fly around uh, just for fun. But even this well, weekend, there's a big event going on, right, Dennis? Sunday? That's correct. Yep. Uh, Mooney Summit 8 is finally happening this weekend. It's been postponed for two years due to COVID. And so uh, this Sunday, if anybody's in the Tampa area, come on over to Peter O'Night Airport. There's going to be an uh, airport day is on Sunday from 9 a.m. to 4. And there's going to be booths there. Aerox will have a booth. You can uh, bring your oxygen cylinder and get a fill. Uh, you can buy a new oxygen system if you need one. But there's also going to be, you know, air vendors showing off all the latest products. And then the Monday is all sorts of uh, seminars uh, basically focused on the PAVE model, you know, pilot, aircraft, environment. And so it's, it's a safety-focused uh, seminar. We're going to have uh, Richard McSpadden from uh, AOPA is going to be giving us a, a big uh, seminar at the end. Uh, it's really going to be a great opportunity for Mooney pilots or just pilots in general to get mm-hmm. together and discuss safety. Right. So you're going to go walk your plane and Scott's going to walk his plane over to that event. You you bring your planes together. They're like dog owners. Oh, I think we're going to have to park them next to each other over at Atlas Aviation's ramp. I think yeah, that'll be awesome. Exactly. So uh, yep. that'll happen literally tomorrow. So they're going to get out there and have his first yep. big Mooniac event. And you can join uh, Scott and Dennis there if you like. All right. On that note, we'll wrap it up till next time. Remember, there's no better high than learning to fly. Just Plane Radio is brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from orbit. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. It's the only way to be sure. Just Plane Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. But just plain wrong. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at JustPlaneRadio.com. I'm going to leave my people up to the radio tower. So tell a friend and take off every week with Just Plane Radio. And I'm going to make a call. The show devoted exclusively to fly and the aviation lifestyle.
Listen up, everybody. I have some news. The opinions you just heard on Just Plain Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. We are screwed. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. A little too far. Cross the line. There are many factors to consider before learning to fly. What is your problem? So make sure you do your own research and get the proper instruction before your exploration into aviation. Thank you very much, sir. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at JustPlainRadio.com. 